Welcome to Just Push Play. We talk to musicians, authors, and music industry professionals discussing everything that rocks. Here's your host, Sherry. Welcome to the show. My guest for this episode is John Allen from Charm City Devils. John, thanks so much for joining me today on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay, well, uh, you have some exciting news coming out. Uh, November 22nd is your uh, new release, 1904. Why don't you give a little background for the title and uh, what inspired you to, to create it? Sure, sure. Um, so, you know, Charm City Devils, we're we're from Baltimore, Maryland. Charm City was a nickname that, that the City Fathers kind of came up with, I guess, back in the 70s, I think. Um, I actually had to do a Wikipedia thing um, on it after Nikki Six was the one uh, who suggested that we call the band Charm City Devils. So after that, I was like, you know, I, I always knew that that was the nickname for Baltimore throughout my life, but I kind of didn't really know why. So, you know, at, at some point, the the town, you know, years ago had such a bad reputation that the city fathers thought we're we're gonna we're gonna make the town we're gonna seem more attractive and <laughs> we're gonna call it Charm City. And so, uh, so then, you know, the impetus for the title for 1904 is, a, again, a reference back to Baltimore, our hometown. Um, in 1904, it was the year of the Great Baltimore Fire. And uh, Baltimore, the whole downtown area, basically was decimated. There there weren't very many buildings left after that fire. And the thought process was, well, you know, the city's struggling now, so much so that, um, you know, our president kind of, talked about it in a really disparaging way uh, a few months ago and um, we thought well you know the city has risen from the ashes once before and hopefully you know we can rise from the ashes again and that's uh, that's kind of the the, uh, the story behind the, the song title and it, you know and it also you know refers to the band as well like we, we took a hiatus for the last three for four years, and 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 this is our kind of our uh, comeback, you know. Yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, I did a little background on on 1904, the Baltimore fire, myself uh, prior to the interview, mm-hmm. and it said that that it was started by like a something like a someone threw out a cigarette, and that's what burned the city down. Kind kind of like, and and it kind of like um, harkens to like the the California wildfires too, like something so beautiful, even like a city or or um, wildlife can just be completely destroyed by the carelessness of one person. So that's <laughs> that's kind of how I see it too. Yeah, I mean it's amazing. Uh, you know, a lot of time. I mean. You know, in the olden days like that, like 1904 or before, you know, fires were, were uh, you know, a common, pretty common danger, I guess, in everyday lives. I mean, still, they still are, but, you know, back then it was a much more common occurrence. And, and I mean, I didn't realize, I, I I saw, I went to some old house at one point, and I didn't realize until a couple of years ago that a lot of, a lot of people that 
could afford it. Their kitchens weren't even attached to their houses back then because the danger of of the you know the catch the kitchen catching fire <laughs> all the time was was a was a daily um, uh, danger. So you know you, you did that so you didn't have to rebuild your house each time your kitchen caught fire. So that was kind of crazy. That was a, a history lesson that I, that I learned that I, I had no idea about. But, uh, yeah, I mean, thank God for modern uh, technology, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, your first single is uh, Skipping Stone, and uh, you put out a video and a single for it. Um, it kind of uh, harkens to the message that, that you want to give, but also um, – survival too um and uh basically uh trying to live each day like there's no tomorrow which i could certainly relate to and i know um you can too um but i feel like um skipping stone is kind of like a a progression or a precursor uh or not actually a precursor but a sequel to uh still alive from sins it kind of you know, seems to be like the the sequel to that song. So um, yeah, yeah, and you know, I, there definitely are parallels, and there are yeah, I, you know, that's awesome that you you drew that the line uh, to that because it, it is. I mean, it's a you know, like it, it's not so much a, a live live your life, you know, like there's no tomorrow, like go out and get blotto drunk and do crazy stuff, and you know, no, no. and you know possibly yeah i know you weren't saying that but um and hurt you know other people it's really about you know appreciating you know the every day that you have and and because you never know when it's going to end you know like like you said i mean still alive was written uh after i had uh, had uh, found out i had skin cancer and it was you know it was one of the ones that uh you know could could end your life um it was squamous cell and and um luckily we we caught it really early and uh you know but it, it it hits you when when you get that cancer diagnosis you're just like whoa you know like um and you know you think about things like i had you know a young daughter and i thought wow you know like she's not gonna she's not gonna know me if i if i uh, step off this planet here um so yeah it gives you different perspectives and 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 so so I think you're right, and Skipping Stone is an extension of that, and it's, and it's talking about, you know, maybe not so much the the, the cancer diagnosis that, that I had had back then, but it's more about um, fighting depression and, you know, trying to dig yourself out of that and and uh, and decide, you know, whether you're going to uh, succumb to struggles that you have in your life. Or, um, or you're gonna decide I'm I'm gonna you know thrive on the positives and 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 try to you know make a make a decision to to uh, to live my life you know in a in a good way in a positive way um, and be appreciative. I mean, I don't mean to minimize you know those who with severe depression because I know that um, if, in, in, and I've I've done I've struggled with this myself that sometimes it's not as easy as just making a decision uh and, and decide I'm going to I'm you know I'm going to be better today I'm not going to be depressed because it because it doesn't work like that uh right. but um but you know it it's uh 
you know, so much of it, we, we control so much of, of our, our physical being with our, with our brains. I think that, you know, that it can have a, you can have a, the mind can have a very strong uh, effect on the body. So. Oh, it does. I mean, coming from experience myself, um, you know, facing uh, death and, you know, head on basically, um, you know, the, the, the songs I kind of think relate to, you know, with other people and, and give them the strength to, to carry on. And I agree wholeheartedly that uh, depression over, you know, not necessarily strong people who battle it on an you know everyday basis, but certainly if if you face something that is traumatic that's that could potentially end your life, you're going to to struggle with the those issues and those demons, so to speak. So, you know, I right. I think in in the context of of being a musician, I think it's it's great that you could carry on those messages to give people like me or you know other music. Uh, you know, fans of your music, the the strength to keep on going. That there is a positive, and you know, you you are, uh, you know, potentially the creator of your own destiny, whether it's good or or not. You know, so so I appreciate that's, that's that. That's a great way to that, that's a great that's a great way to put it. Yeah. I, well, thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, because you know, I I have you know had cancer scares in my past but there was a another and and that is like mind you know mind-boggling to to deal with personally to wait for Mm -hmm. diagnoses or or um yeah you know the doctor's phone call like that's the that's the worst part (laughs) as you know but you know um i so you know just moving on from there you you just put out another um single called dollar signs uh what is that right. uh, tune about so dollar signs is really kind of like we haven't officially really released it as a single it was it was meant to be a grat track you know gratification track kind of until the the ep comes out on november 22nd um but dollar signs is is really about um you know, it's it's about the struggle that a lot of you know a lot of Americans are facing these days, and and feeling like you just can't get ahead, and 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 you know like so much of us like you know you have your dreams and your aspirations, and then you know you're just like man, you know like you know I, I've I've struggled, but I don't I don't have anything to show for it, you know, mm-hmm. and and I think a lot of a lot of people can relate to that. You know, and it was uh, it was a, a riff that Ted, our guitar player, came up with that was just a monster kind of ri- groovy riff. And I was like, man, I hope I don't screw this up with the lyrics and melody. You know, <laughs> I was like, you know, and uh, it just uh, it finally started coming together. Uh, um, for the I, I I revised the lyrics a bunch of times. And I was finally happy with it about a month or two ago, really. I mean, so it's kind of hot off the presses and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, I guess it's sort of cynical and topical as well. I mean, you know, because, you know, when, in the end, at the end of the day, you know, so much of our society is just based upon, you know, the, the, you know, money and, um, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know that that that's the that's the key to happiness, but um, but it sure is a, a driver, you know, uh, 
in in uh, in today's world. So that's really what the tune is about. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's funny. Like, like we, my mom and I went um, window shopping at like an upscale mall in in Florida just recently, and you know we were walking past these stores like the Louis Vuittons and the, you know, it's just like some ridiculous like Versace and stuff like that, and right. You know, we were just saying, like, all it takes is money, you know, like, and you see people walking mm-hmm. out with, like, bags and bags full of stuff, and yeah. and we're like, how do people even get that? Like, how does how does someone, like, buy a $750,000 house without blinking their eye? Like, we don't get it. All it yeah. takes is the dollar signs, really, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I, years ago, I went up, I went to New York to um, go to, at the time, I was signed to EMI Publishing, and they had their annual Christmas party, and it was near. Uh, it was at a place near the old meatpacking district in um, in New York City, and they have a bunch of like clothing boutiques right on the, st- the street there. What you know, what used to be um, the the meatpacking district. I think it was like Stella McCartney's store was there, and um, a bunch of other designers and different boutiques and I I was going to buy my wife something for Christmas you know and I went in there and I was like oh my god I couldn't couldn't believe the prices and stuff you know (laughs) being a bumpkin bumpkin from Baltimore here you know I think I walked out with there was this uh, top it was a black top I mean there's hardly any material at all and it it was you know it was it was smaller than like a a summer a summer undershirt Uh I think it was like two hundred or three hundred dollars. I was blown away. Like that was the that was the only thing I could really afford from those boutiques, you know. Like because I, I, I looked at some other stuff and they were like fifteen hundred bucks, you know, like two grand. I was like, whoa! I mean, it just blew me away, you know. It and was, she was, it was probably like, honey, funny. what is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. right. <laughs> pretty funny. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, I had the opportunity to listen to a few of the other uh, songs on the album. Uh, well, cool. it's an EP actually, but um, tides are changing. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like a, a really cool like Aerosmith, like Rolling Stones, like bluesy kind of feel, uh, but like mm-hmm. in your face. And uh, right. broken hearts, broken bones, which I can, I can, <laughs> I I really like that song. That's like my new theme song now, <laughs> and uh, you know, cool. like the the acoustic version of, of Skipping Stone. So, um, you know, it's would that be how you would describe those other other songs on the EP? Yeah, I mean, ties are changing. Um, so again, Teddy came up with this really cool riff. It's it actually, the guitar riff had this almost like it should be played on a sitar, kind of like like uh, Indian sort of vibe. And then, like you said, the lyrics are sort of they're topical. You know, they're current about current um, you know things that the society are going through, and you know, and and uh, talking about you know, the changes. And I I, I think like uh, you know that. that uh, it's almost told from a perspective of a person, you know, like like Eleanor Rigby. Those lyrics are about like somebody being left behind, and I think that's sort of the idea behind the lyrics of this song. You know, I'm not comparing <laughs> this song to Eleanor Rigby, which is a masterpiece in my opinion, but but that's the idea 
um, behind the, the lyrics. But you're right. I mean, it, it has more of a, a Stonesy kind of vibe to it, I think, as well. And uh, I just, I loved writing those lyrics. I loved, uh, we always wind up having like a song that kind of gives a little nod to the Stones. Like, cause to me, songs like Satisfaction and Street Fighting Man and Give Me Shelter are just, you know, so many more. I mean, Brown Sugar, uh, those, you know, those types of songs, they're, they're just so amazing and classic songs that, uh, that I, I, I would love to do write something in that in that kind of vibe and that, that vein. So we always wind up with a song like that on, on the records and then, um, and then broken hearts, broken bones, you know, yeah, that, uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that's one of your favorites. That's one that like every, every time I do an interview, almost every time somebody points to that song and that's pretty neat. Um, you know, that was, that was one of the ones that I really kind of heard in my head voice. Uh, it started that way. Um, people ask like how we write songs, and like like I said before, like with dollar signs, that was from a, a riff from a, a guitar riff it grew, and same thing with tides. But this one was was more I kind I heard the guitar riff for the verse and the and the lyric um, cadence uh, in my head first, and then then Teddy came in and wrote a killer riff for the for the chorus, and the song just kind of fell together that way. And, had a few lyrical revisions that, that ended in the, you know, the title being broken hearts and broken bones. And, um, and, and yeah, I mean, uh, it's got some neat production kind of tricks in there with like the back backward masked vocals and stuff, you know, and um, just, yeah, it's one of my favorites as well. I'm glad to hear it's one of yours. Uh-huh. So, um, Recently, uh, Marilyn Manson put out uh, "God's Gonna Cut You Down," so I, I think he I probably obviously I, I, got. Oh, go ahead. I I just saw it recently. I haven't heard it though yet. I I don't know how it, how it sounds compared to our version, but I'm sure it's quite different. Well, yeah, but I was just gonna say, obviously, he got the inspiration from you guys because I mean, it was on Battles, you know, which was out in 2014. He, so. Well, I, I don't, I don't know that I don't. I doubt that he heard our version. I don't think anybody heard our version of it. So I doubt that, I doubt that we influenced Marilyn Manson. But that's nice of you to say. <laughs> no, I, no it, it's a, it's, it's it's funny a that cover, you, it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really funny. I hadn't heard that uh, our version in months, and I, I've got this. Uh, this GMC Yukon and it's got this. So I hooked my phone up to it to, you know, to be a safe driver, you know, through Bluetooth or whatever. And, uh, you know, so if somebody calls me or whatever, I can talk hands free, but it's, it's got this weird quirk in it that when I get in, if it, when it connects, it'll just play random songs from my, from my iTunes catalog from my library. And, and, uh, It'll just pick and choose songs like at random sometimes. And I call it Bluetooth DJ. And uh, I'll get in my my truck. And uh, this is about a month ago, you know, maybe two months ago. And God, our version of God's gonna cut you down came up, and I was like, "Damn, this sounds really good," you know. Like so, I immediately hit our producer who did that record, and I was like, "Man, you did a great job on the song. It it sounds really." really big and, and just it just rocks man I you know I had to give him kudos because 
It was a it was a really he did a really great job. I'm I'm sorry we never got to that song as a as a single because I I thought it could have I thought it could have done well. But, but yeah, you know what are you gonna do, man? You know things happen. Oh yeah, it, it definitely rocks. I mean, a, a lot a lot of people you know do uh, you know pay homage to to their favorite artists. So you know the fact that. You know, he did a cover, and and you did too. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. But you know, the the same could be said for, um, you know, a, a lot of other tunes. So, <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah. There there was a lineup change. Um, obviously, people um, uh, left Charm City Devils to pursue their their other endeavors. But um, uh, where did you? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, and you you have Jason with you, uh, but where did you connect mm-hmm. with uh, Ted Merrill and Rick Reynolds? So Ted did a tour with us uh, uh, with Charm City Devil. So he's like a new old member. <laughs> so he did uh, in 2014. We were on the road with. We went out with Winery Dogs, and then we went out with Slash. Slash was on tour with Aerosmith, and then. Uh, on the off days from the Aerosmith tour, he was doing headline shows, so we were we were his direct support on uh, most of those shows. And um, so, uh, I guess those those dates came about. I'm trying to remember. They came about uh, rather quickly and, and at last minute. So I think Nick had already had commitments. So at one point, Teddy was playing all of Nick's parts. Uh, for part of the tour, and then another part, um, he was filling in for Victor. So he was bopping from one side of stage to the other side of stage uh, during that tour. So from from then on, from like about 2014, 2015 on, Teddy and I have been writing together and doing different things together. So so like he's a new member, but he's not really. And then um, Rick. Came uh, came to us through a mutual friend, uh, Jaron Giulino, who plays with uh, plays bass for Tantric now. Jaron did a fill-in uh, weekend for us up up north um, uh, around that same time period, I guess, after Teddy had filled in. Um, and so when we needed a bass player, I gave him a ring, and, and he said, uh, he said, I, I said, I know you can't do it because you're you're touring like crazy with tantric. So, um, do you know anybody? And he said, yeah, I got this guy who's, he's in Texas. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, okay. But, uh, he, uh, we had a gig with my side project and I, I, um, I called him and sent him the songs and he learned everything within like a few days. The guy's amazing. I don't, I don't know how people do that. Cause I can't do that. And, uh, <laughs> He, he he flew in and he played the gig and and he was awesome and he continues to be awesome. He moved to the East Coast to to be closer to us. He's outside of Philly now, and uh, and yeah, it's just you know these amazing players. Um, you know he and Ted both and and I'm really lucky to to have these guys playing with playing with us. And uh, you, me and Jason, we have no marketable skills, so we yeah we had to keep continuing on playing music. You know, as opposed to the other guys in charge <laughs> they can actually make a living doing other stuff so so they they took a different path you know years ago uh-huh. but but I got to thank them for for all the time they spent you know with us and and uh and and putting up with me for all those years <laughs> 
So did you approach 1904 differently than the other albums you worked on? Uh, Not really. I mean, it's it's kind of, it's just been a continuation of the same thing. You know, there's, you know, like I said, there's there's tunes where, you know, I'm kind of driving the, the writing from the beginning, and then there are tunes where, you know, I, I'm inspired by stuff the other guys are doing, and it, and it kind of, it, it's a collaborative more of a collaborative effort, you know, it, it winds up being collaborative in the end anyway, but, um, now, you know, the, the, it's pretty much the same process, I think, you know, the, other than the fact that we did the whole record here at my house, as opposed to going to Nashville and, and finishing the records with, with Skid Mills, uh, producing and, and then him, you know, usually he mixes, mixed the records as well. Um, uh, so this time around, we recorded here, and I had uh, I had uh, only uh, Skipping Stone was mixed by Kyle Odell, and then I I did a couple things to it after that. So added some guitars and some uh, cut it up, move, move things around. Um, but yeah, so that's the only difference here with this one. Uh, so uh, do you have any upcoming shows and or a tour along the way? Yeah, we're. Um, yeah, we're working on dates right now for the new year. Um, we've got regional stuff coming up. We're doing uh, we're doing December fourteenth uh, in Winchester, Virginia. It's our our first like headline full show back. Uh, we've got outside of Baltimore in Hanover, Maryland, uh, December twenty ninth, and then we I think we come up uh, your way January third. I think is probably going to be Atlantic City. January fourth is going to be Clifton, New Jersey. I think with Bumblefoot, be good to see him. We we uh, opened for Guns N' Roses out in Sturgis a few years ago when he was playing with with Axel, and he was such a sweetheart out there. And and uh, our agent, you know, uh, is his agent, and I I mentioned that. I said, you know, he was he was so cool to us and hung out and talked to us when we did that show. He was very friendly, and, and it would be great to reconnect with him again. And yeah, then, isn't, uh, we've isn't got he stuff. one of, like, oh, I'm sorry. Isn't he, like, one of the nicest guys in, like, the music business? <laughs> well, he he yeah, really Bumblefoot is. is like, like, you so know, cool. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's it's interesting. You know, you, you run into these, you know, your big, you know, your stars and, and your people that you, you know, you looked up. To you know, growing up and and, and music and and it's I think it's hard for for some people sometimes, but you know, you know, but to be gracious and to be friendly is it's not that hard really, <laughs> you know. And, yeah. And he, and he he does it, and he you know he's great, you know. It's, it's awesome. I mean, you know, that's just it makes it makes me happy, you know. Um, you know, I, I imagine it's kind of weird sometimes if, if somebody comes up and fawns all, all over you, you know. I've I've been a fanboy, you know, to to people, you know, in, in the past. And, and you know, I, I know it's got to be awkward with somebody doesn't really treat you just like another human being. But, but you know, I, I think we could be gracious about it, you know. You could be <laughs> you could be nice about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's I don't know yeah it's it takes all kinds of people right well exactly another person that I encountered um, recently that that I I did like a dual interview with with he that he he did a forward of of 
an author's book that that I just interviewed. He actually jumped on the interview, and I had never met him before. Of course, I knew about it, but uh, Lon and friend, it's just like an like a really cool guy. I just, I was like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, that's what that's why his last name is Friend. But um, <laughs> but like right. But you you do meet people like, and you know, I had met you a couple of times before, and you were always like super cool. So it and. I you know I'm having a good night then. <laughs> I must have been happy. <laughs> no, no, but I, no, like, I sometimes uh, I, I sometimes cringe at you know when people say, "Oh, I met you a long time ago," and I'm like, "Oh my God, what did I do?" You know, <laughs> my young <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Um, <laughs> but um. Anyway, yeah, I I was looking on on Spotify and I noticed that you had a uh, a playlist on there too. What what's the story behind that and where how could people, you know, look for it if they want to? Um, well, which which playlist are you referring to? I did one for the Mid-Atlantic region for a bunch of bands that we kind of knew and and such. Is that the one you're you're talking about or I don't know. There are, there are a the... couple, aren't there? That that you <laughs> that you put together? Excuse me. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I mean, you know, of course we've got all all our records are streaming on Spotify right now. It's, it's pretty cool. It's it's such a trip. I mean, like, because we had Man of Constant Sorrow was like our biggest song in the United States. And, you know, a few years after it was out, I happened to look at Spotify. I wasn't really using it that much at that point. And a different song, Unstoppable, was dwarfing that song it was like double the amount of streams and i was i couldn't figure out why and it's just it's one of those songs that's a a a kind of pump pump you up song before you are you know maybe playing a sporting event or it's or if you are working out it's a good song for that it's got a positive i guess chorus you know where it says you know I'm i'm unstoppable and and it's actually a uh, song that there's a guy, you know, we were talking about cancer before. There's a, a local guy here that um, is having a battle with brain cancer. And before each of his surgeries, he's been going, he's been using that song to pump himself up. It's, a, you know, it's his fight song. And uh, he's kind of the inspiration for, for me to, to pull Charm City Devils out of mothballs. You know, it's like, um, you know, I, I I was thinking, I was like, man, I want to do something for this guy. And, you know, and I'd love to play unstoppable for him live and, you know, and dedicate it to him, you know, for being, cause he's, he's just a huge fan, you know, of my career, you know, for years and just, uh, just a positive force for me and, and wants the best for me. And meanwhile, he's, you know, he's fighting for his life, you know, and he's just a, a great dude. And, and, I thought, you know, I, I'd like to play Unstoppable, and and, and then I thought, oh the shit, there's there's other Charm City Devil songs that I'd like to play too, and I was like, well, crap, I might have, I, I might as well just, you know, you know, get, you know, relaunch the band and and be able to play, you know, all those songs, and and in addition to the song, you know, for him, and and uh, and and he he was really kind of the inspiration for 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 getting it back together and, and putting it out, wow. you know. That's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. What a story. Yeah, I mean, I, I can 
Yeah, I mean, Unstoppable is really like a, a tune that'll get you pumped up or or inspires you to pull out of whatever funk you're in to, to uh, get okay. ready for, for the next battle you're facing. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree yeah. with them. But um, So the 1904 comes out on November 22nd. Um, can people pre-order it or get a digital CD anywhere? How, how can they uh, look for it? For it? Yeah, so so um, people can pre-order on uh, iTunes. We have those links available on our website, charmcitydevils.com. And um, we actually tomorrow I'm going to put up through Facebook and through our emailing list and and through our website a way if you want still want a physical CD, we're going to sell bundles with a CD and a T-shirt and a poster. And maybe guitar picks in there too if we get those back uh, soon enough. Um, so that that'll be avail- made available. I think I think tomorrow. I think on Friday. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, we'll have those available because we'll have CDs in hand pretty soon. So people can get a signed copy. And and uh, uh, if you're old school and you want that disc, I don't know if cars come with CD players anymore, but <laughs> but it's a cool thing to have. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, in closing, is there anything else that you'd, you'd like to mention to to fans that have known of your career for a long time, or people just discovering you for the first time? Well, for people who followed your career and supported me for a long time, I just I, I'd like to say thank you and and appreciate it. I, you know, and I mean that with all sincerity. I mean, it, it's uh, it's hard to keep going sometimes, you know, and and but with people. You know, supporting and and saying saying positive things and you know whatever it, it really means a lot and it means a lot to see you know see your face out at the show say hello and and uh, you know we're always out and about in the crowd and at the merch table or whatever come up and say hi and uh, write to us on Facebook or any of the social media sites we we answer back or try to you know sometimes uh, I'm out of it I'm in my studio bunker for a little while working on tunes and trying to get stuff done you know in life but uh but i always get back to it and uh if you if you're patient uh, i'll uh you'll hear from me you know so um so but thank you i really appreciate it and thank you for uh thank you for having me on Thank you. Thank you again, John Allen, Charm City Devils, for joining me on the show today. I really appreciate it. And to everyone listening, thank you again for listening, and we'll see you soon. Take care.